This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Dale Willman. Republican voters in Iowa will have a choice to make when Monday's primary caucuses begin. Stay warm at home or brave the frigid temperatures brought by a powerful winter storm to cast their primary votes. Remember, caucuses are held in person at a specific time. There's usually no way to absentee vote. And so because caucus night is likely to be sub-zero weather across much of the state, it's very likely that some voters who would otherwise come just will not want to brave the cold or won't be able to. You know, this system has gotten its share of criticism for being tailored to people who have jobs and family situations that allow them to caucus at night, and in many cases who are physically able to do so even in winter weather. That's NPR's Sarah McCammon. Because of the deep freeze in Iowa right now, some candidates canceled many in-person events on Friday and Saturday and some opted instead to hold last-minute campaign pitches online. In New York, meanwhile, the state's governor is warning of potentially life-threatening blizzard conditions in the western part of that state, with some areas potentially getting more than two feet of snow. Ava Pukach of member station WRVO reports on a travel ban that's in effect at this moment. The travel ban affects Erie County, which includes Buffalo. Governor Kathy Hochul says it gives the state the opportunity to stay on top of snow removal to keep the road safe and clear. The snow, the wind, and frigid temperatures, wind gusts, and chills leading us down to the single digits of zero to nine degrees. These conditions will make travel extraordinarily dangerous. Whiteout conditions, nearly impossible to see. With the worst of the storm expected to hit Sunday afternoon, the NFL playoff game between the Bills and the Steelers, originally scheduled for Sunday, has been postponed to Monday. For NPR News, I'm Eva Pukach in Syracuse, New York. Israel's military says its soldiers have killed three Palestinians who tried to break into a Jewish settlement in the Israeli-occupied West Bank. Violence was on the rise in the West Bank even before October 7th, and it spiked since then. NPR's Lauren Freyer reports from Ramallah. The United Nations says Israel has arrested about 5,000 Palestinians in the West Bank since October 7th. 23-year-old Jamal Abu Jawaz is one of them. They entered my house. They started searching. He tried to kick uh, my little brothers. He was arrested and released last month without charge. The UN says these, quote, mass arrests are regularly accompanied by abuse and humiliation of detainees by Israeli soldiers. Israel says it's targeting suspects preemptively to prevent another October 7th, when militants crossed into Israel from Gaza and killed about 1,200 people, triggering this war that has killed more than 23,000 Palestinians. Lauren Freyer, NPR News, Ramallah, in the Israeli-occupied West Bank. And you're listening to NPR News. Lai Ching-de is Taiwan's new president-elect following Saturday's elections. Lai has vowed to safeguard the Asian island's efforts at independence from China, which claims Taiwan as its own territory. And Lai says he hopes to further ally Taiwan with other democracies. 
Tom Shales, a renowned TV critic who spent almost four decades at the Washington Post, has died. He was 79 years old. NPR's Emma Bowman has this remembrance. Shales was known for his sharp-witted reviews of a wide range of small-screen programming. No medium or genre was safe. He covered late-night talk shows and State of the Union speeches, reality TV, and network sitcoms. His criticism won him a Pulitzer Prize in 1988. His criticism extended to the big screen, and his weekly film reviews were heard on NPR's Morning Edition for many years. Morning Edition's founding producer Jay Kernis credits Shales as a key factor in the show's early success. He said listeners trusted his judgment and looked forward to the critic's stylish, witty voice. According to The Post, Shales died of complications from COVID and renal failure. Emma Bowman, NPR News. Former Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud threw for 274 yards and three touchdowns Saturday as the Houston Texans beat the Cleveland Browns in an NFL wildcard playoff game as a rookie Stroud has become the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game. The Kansas City Chiefs, meanwhile, pounded the Miami Dolphins by a score of 26-7. It was the fourth coldest game in NFL history, and it was so cold that Patrick Mahomes' helmet shattered on a helmet-to-helmet hit. I'm Dale Willman. NPR News.